Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, how you doing? How you feeling today? How you doing? Always feeling good, feeling in for Dan Patrick. Again, if you dig what you're hearing, well, we appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate you. Happy holidays. We're on Monday through Friday, 2 to 4 on the West, right here on Fox Sports Radio, and a bonus podcast called Overpromised on Fox Sports Radio's YouTube page because, well, how do you fit all this fun into two hours. That's normally what I'm saying. Two hours, but it's a pleasure having that bonus hour here for Dan Patrick. Again, live from the Mercedes-Benz Studios. You know, we were, just talking, uh, we were just talking during the break about how we're on a lot of East Coast places. So 5 p.m., by the way. We, we keep saying 2 p.m. on the West. Uh, we just looked at our affiliates, our afternoon show. Yeah. Mostly East Coast. So 5 o'clock East Coast every day with Kavino and Rich. I mean, it's easy math. 5 p.m. Just add three hours. I know my dad can never figure that out. Well, that's out, what I'm saying. If your dad can't figure yeah, it out, I, mean, just, you know. I think the rest of the country can. West Coast, always three hours behind the East Coast. Yeah, how does yeah. it work? <laughs> dad, yeah, Always, always. Never change. The Mercedes-Benz Holiday Love Celebration is here with incredible offers on exceptional vehicles you're bound to love. Like the EQB C-Class or the EQE SUV, find an exclusive offer on a vehicle you'll adore now through January 2nd. Learn more at mbusa.com slash specialoffers. And did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special, Rich? Oh, tell me more. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 forward liability, which means you're never held responsible. You won't be held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. For the now, life of me. <laughs> we're in the middle of old school when 50 hits. We do yeah. this every Thursday on our show. When 50 hits on the clock, we throw it back on a Thursday and... Today's Joe Manganello. Joe Manga, blah, blah, blah. Joe Manganello, Magic Mike's birthday. He's 47, turns 47 today. And for the past few weeks, we've been debating here on the show what's worse, a sports nerd or an actual nerd? And, and you know, he fits in both categories because he's a huge Pittsburgh sports fan, lives and dies Steelers and all things Pittsburgh sports. While at the same time, he's like a Dungeons and Dragons guy, but it goes onto the radar because he's also Magic Mike. So I guess if you're Magic Mike and you look like that and the ladies love you, you're allowed to also like Dungeons and Dragons, I guess. So abs cancels out all your nerdy interests. I guess so, right? I guess so. Yeah, he's a cool dude. He really is. He's a man's man. Absolutely. But it poses the question, 
you know, on a throwback Thursday because Rich says there's one answer. Yeah, because we, we were talking about sports nerds and actual nerds because Danny G had just taken his kid to Disney for the first time and said, the nerds that are hanging around like the Star Wars attractions. Danny, just quickly tell the, the little anecdote you told me off, off the air during the break. Yeah, so Rise of the Resistance. By the way, I like Star Wars, but everything in moderation. Yeah. Right. Rise of the Resistance is an amazing ride. I don't know how many years it took them to put that together. Everything to scale, amazing. But we get inside, and at the beginning of the ride, they tell you where the Resistance, where the base is located. And they say, no matter what, don't tell enemy forces where the base is. And this guy is with a couple of buddies in front of us, and they have matching Star Wars jackets on. He turns and looks at his friends, and he said, if this was real life, I wouldn't tell them, even if they tortured me. Oh, he was dead serious. I swear he was dead serious. Nerd. But for whatever reason, Dan, <laughs> it's, nerd. it's and, been like 10 years now. I feel like it's been 10 years where nerd is the new cool, so we live in the upside down. Yeah, yeah. and also the custom $200 lightsabers. I mean, people go all out there, and they have the sleeves, like the protective cases for these lightsabers. And my wife went up to a park attendant and said, where's the where's the nearest bathroom? And the character, the Star Wars character said, I don't work here. I'm just a nerd. <laughs> I, don't, I don't work here. I'm just dressed like this. No, the, the guy said. <laughs> so, you know, listen, you can say $200 for a lightsaber is weird. You could also say $200 for a jersey is weird, right? An official jersey. Someone might say, hey, you're wearing a jersey with another man's name on it for a couple hundred bucks. So, listen, there's but, sports. But do we think we're in the game, though? No. We don't think we're in the uh, NFL no. game. I think some people do think they are. But anyway, there are sports <laughs> nerds or regular nerds. But the, the question we posed this morning when we were having our coffee, getting ready for the show, we said, is there a number one nerd of all time? And I the said, ultimate nerd. Yeah. And I said, there's a clear number one. And I don't think it could be contested. So that's where I say to you, Fox Sports Radio Nation, change my mind. 877-99 on Fox. By far, the number one nerd in the history of TV, movie, sports, anything, has to be the one and only, did I do that? Got I'd say me I'd say, I'd say you, Rich, are close second. Steve Mother and Urkel. There is no one even close. He's by far the most famous nerd in the history of entertainment. All right. Now. The same way you might it's argue. A hard, it's a hard know. one to debate because the dude owned like a decade of network TV well, on TGIF. You, and, said, and reruns you, said, and, you said your sister used to have an Urkel doll that you would pull a string and it would be like, got any cheese? Guess what, Rich? More than just my sister. Like millions of people had that doll. So that's why it's it's a hard one to debate, but we could throw some other honorable mentions or or – Potential winners you know, out there. I'm thinking, you know, the same way you'd probably say our pal Henry Winkler, the Fonz, is synonymous with cool. If you were to say, name the coolest character ever, you might say, not my generation, but the answer is Fonzie. The Fonz, yeah. I, Arthur I Fonzarelli. I think the answer by far, if you said, biggest nerd, no one comes close to Steve Urkel. Jaleel White, a character much like Fonzie that wasn't designed to be the star of the show, but ended up becoming the star of the show. Now, nerd to me is also very synonymous with the 80s, and Family Matters is the 90s. So I'm feeling my answer may have a little more weight to it, okay? Because, again, it's very 80s. And by the way, I looked this up recently. I think the first sign of nerd 
was used in a Dr. Seuss book. Look it up. First time it was ever published in American history. Nerd was one of his weird characters. So he gets credit for, I think, even coming up with the word or publishing it. But if 80s is so synonymous with nerds, nerds, you know, and Revenge of the Nerds, my answer immediately goes to maybe Anthony Michael Hall. Or would you say he's a geek because he his character was labeled geek in 16 Candles. He was the geek. He was the nerd. So I'm going to throw him out there, too, as honorable mention, because he played the nerd in several John Hughes movies and was also supposed to be the nerd Ducky in Pretty in Pink, which went to John Cryer. So I'm thinking quintessential 80s nerd was Anthony Michael Hall. Well, the, when you Googled nerd... Believe it or not, pretty quick, Steve Urkel comes up. Iconic character. Clad in suspenders, arguably unfashionable glasses, high water jeans. Are you describing Steve Urkel or Orville Redenbacher? Nasally antics. Everything about Steve Urkel. Like, you could throw the allergies in there. Like, Ugh, did I knew that? Like, everything about Urkel was a nerd. You know, um, someone hit us up on Twitter, at Covino on Rich. Someone said... Yeah. You know, because the show was popular, and as Cavino pointed out, nerds sort of became cool in the 2000s. Yeah. Jim Parsons, Sheldon yeah. from Big Bang Theory well, might be uh, on this list. The entire well, cast of that show. Yeah. Except, show. Kelly, Except Qu- Kelly Cuoco. Yeah, Kelly Cuoco was like the one non-nerd of that show. So who comes to mind? 877 on Fox. We're trying to declare a winner of sorts on it, a throwback Thursday. About- and by the way, we're also going to talk this hour about who is the current greatest player in the NFL right now. Is it still Patrick Mahomes? Because that was the answer for a long time, so stick around for that. What about uh, Carlton? Oh, Oh, that's a good one, Spot. That's a really good one. Carlton. It's not unusual. He's a nerd. Best nerd dance, for sure. Oh, man. I mean, his whole wardrobe, think about it. He was was a young black dude in L.A. who lived in... In a rich neighborhood. And, Carlton you know, wasn't black. Th- yeah. Th- I mean, think of it. The whole dynamic was Will was cool and Carlton was wearing sweater vests. And he tried to make Carlton cool for the whole a show. Was or a cornball, as Rob Parker would say? Cornball. <laughs> He's a cornball. <laughs> maybe that. Uh, and by the way, you're right. Dr. Seuss um, coined the term nerd 60 years ago. I just happened to see that recently. And speaking of recent, again, I'm in New Jersey visiting the fam. And my parents had on Grease last night because my daughter wanted to watch Grease. Oh. Just throwing it out there because no one would say it. Eugene? You know, Eugene Greece? was – because that's, you know, that's a very famous play. If you were casted as Eugene, you know you were the nerd of the play. You it's just true. got casted as the nerd. So he was like the quintessential high school Nerd. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not saying he's the answer. I'm just saying he's that guy. Yo, Cove, I was answering the studio line, so I don't know if you guys mentioned him, but I think of Louis Skolnick. Oh, yes. from Revenge, from of, the Revenge Nerds. of the Nerds. Yeah. Growing That's up, he was the leader of the nerds. He's the leader of the nerds. No, I, think I think of, of uh, just... Poindexter. Poindexter. That's like, right. you know what? They're all great names, all great nerds, but do any of them really rival? Steve Urkel. I hate to like agree with Rich, but he makes a really strong case. 
he had every quality. I mean, of Steve, what a nerd would Steve be. Steve Urkel, quintessential nerd. But there are honorable mentions. Uh, you brought up John Cryer as Ducky, but what about on Two and a Half Men? Like, think about it. Charlie Sheen was like the playboy, womanizer, like cool guy, and John Cryer was his his nerdy bro. I, I got one based on what you just said that no one's going to say, so I'll just say it. Skippy from Family Ties. He was a nerd, right? Oh, I mean, he huge was, nerd. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Skippy. <laughs> he was just a he, nerd. He, he was obsessed with Mallory, Oh, what about right? uh, Dwight from The Office? So good one, Spot. Oh, big nerd, yeah. Dwight. But do they any of them rival Urkel? Like, Urkel was the font. Remember, you brought up the Fonz as the definition of cool. The Fonz was also a side character that became the main character, much like Urkel. But Urkel did it on the flip side of that. He made the nerd the main character of that show. He was supposed to be an ancillary character. Now, we 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 did point that out. Now, when you talk about nerds, Cavino, we say Urkel's top of the heap. I mean, he's he's he, the he's the Michael Jordan of nerds. He's he's Mount Rushmore, man. Uh, he's like the Gretzky. But he's it, un, he it, might be undebatable. You know, in typical uh, fashion, everyone loves to do their Mount Rushmore of everything. Meanwhile, none of us uh, have ever been to Mount Rushmore, but everyone loves to do their Mount Rushmore. So. You have Urkel there. Three others. I think Dwight from The Office, like Spot said, just based on the haircut alone and the vibe of Dwight. Dwight's on Mount Rushmore with Urkel. You might put Carlton up there, and I'm trying to think of this. And Sheldon. And Sheldon? Is that it? It's generational, man. I think a lot of younger guys would say Sheldon um, from Big Bang Theory. The whole show was about nerds. Oh, Spot. But then you're leaving off Skolnick, so then you're, you're, you're sort of isolating like 80s dudes who grew up with Revenge of the Nerds. Hold that on. dude was the nerd. I'm thinking of when I'm picturing like 80s, 90s nerds in my head. Spot. Cavino's a couple years older than us, so he always loves to say, yeah, I was out getting booty when you guys were watching uh, TGIF. I mean, it's true. Sure. I'm, I'm sitting at home watching uh, Family Matters, Full House. And step by step, spot wasn't the Suzanne Summer's oh, the, son? Yeah, the son was a huge nerd. The son on step by step, that little—he was a little dweeb. I forget his name. Oh, the kid from um, Twilight Zone, the movie. Yeah, yeah, maybe not popular enough, but he did come to mind for me. I'm like, yeah, the, because the whole point was, how could he be such a nerd when his mom was like, you know, the hot Suzanne Summers? All right, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Who else could even rival? The goat. Look, there's lots of undebatable. <laughs> there's lots of goats, right? Yeah. Some are undebatable. Urkel might be in that Gretzky sort of echelon of nerds. Listen, other sports it's like really uh, hard to debate. Other sports shows might debate, uh, you know, Jordan and LeBron, and you know, your typical Ali and Tyson and Gretzky and uh, Jerry Rice or Randy Moss. No, no, no. Here on Camino Rich, who's the nerd goat? Who's the ger- yeah the goat of the nerds? Because again, is Joe Mangana? You could make a case that he is because he still pulls premium tail, as the as the kids say. Rich Joe Manganello is a sports nerd. He is a Dungeons and Dragons guy. It's his birthday. That's why we bring this up. And he's but also, maybe he's just too handsome he, to even also, fall yeah, into the category. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. When you're, when you're Magic Mike, and your ex-wife is Sofia Vergara, and you already have a beautiful new. Now Manganello is too cool to. He, He's like a hot chick that says, I'm really just the nerd. Yeah, Joe, like, no, Man- you're not. Joe Manganiello being into Dungeons and Dragons is like 
a hot chick that puts on glasses and pigtails, and she's like, I'm a nerd. And you're like, you're not a nerd. You're just a hot chick that put her hair in a, you know, up. Exactly. Threw on some glasses. It's like that was that movie, She's All That. <laughs> right, and uh, right. Freddie Prince Jr. takes off the girl's glasses, and he's like, see? <laughs> Rachel Lee Cook. Rachel yeah. Lee Cook. Uh, Mike in North Carolina, we'll start with you. Kavino and Rich filling in for Dan Patrick. Figure we'll mix it up a little bit today. Best nerd. Who comes to mind? Yeah, I mean, come on, Saved by the Bell, Screech. Oh, Dude. how do we leave off Screech? Yeah, it's like Rich's favorite show. The late, great Dustin Diamond, who, you know, he squabbled with that cast in his final days. But, yeah, Screech was a great nerd. Screech was packing heat, though. A lot of people don't know that. He had Remember a hog in his pantalones? Remember he painted porn or something? Rest in peace. But you know what, Rich? He may be the solid number two. And sometimes a solid number two is better than number one. Stop it. Um, well, no, but if you're saying Urkel's to go, I, I think how could Screech you not know, be honestly, right up there? If if we're if you really want to go the eye rolling route of a Mount Rushmore, which I, I brought up, so yeah, I, I think Screech is on that. Nick Cope, what do you got, buddy? Well, I was thinking, do we need some female representation oh, on boy. this Mount Rushmore? Oh, because uh, so for me, my favorite cartoon as a kid, Scooby Doo. Oh. What about Velma? Velma. Oh, good one. <laughs> and and on that Nick, note... Is that, your, is that your number one choice if you had to with a cartoon? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Nick, on that note, how about Lisa Simpson? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Legendary nerd. Uh-huh. She was a nerd, too. You're right about that. Uh, again, back to the phone calls. I'm going to throw one out there in, the be- in between because no one's going to say it. But if you were a big MTV kid like I was growing up and you loved Van Halen and 80s rock like that, the Hot for Teacher video okay. was as famous as it got, and they depicted, like, all the cool kids in school who turned into Van Halen, and then there was Waldo. Sit down, Waldo. <laughs> Waldo Waldo was the nerd, and he was just nervous to be in school. He was the guy. I thought you were going to say the VJ Kennedy. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kennedy was a nerd. You're right. What about, uh, what's her face from New Girl, Zoe Deschanel? Wasn't oh, her whole character? She was a nerd. Jess on that show, she was new just girl. Quirky. What about the uh, she who, by the way, turned into a uh, pretty curvy, good-looking young woman. Oh. The the daughter on Modern Family. Ariel Winters. Ariel yeah. Winters. Yeah, yeah, she she played the nerd on the show, and then you know yeah. grew up, and now and, she's uh. You and know. in that in that vein, uh, Topanga, boy, oh, boy yeah. meets girl. She was a nerd. She was oh, all into yeah. academics. Rich, Danny like G. She's like a hippie. Fox Sports Radio Nation, I consider him to be one of my heroes and one of the baddest most suckas around and ever in the world of comedy. True true badass, but would you consider Pee-wee Herman a nerd? The late, great Pee-wee? Oh, you know what? <laughs> oh, I guy... think he just stole a caller's answer. You know, let's oh, go... really? Yeah, okay, uh, you know what? Phones. Let's go to Lisa in Florida. Lisa, you're on with Kavino and Rich in for Dan Patrick. What's up, Lisa? Totally did steal my thunder. I'm more of the Thelma era, but Pee Wee Herman started it all. You know, you're talking to uh, my co-host Steve Cavino here, biggest Pee Wee Herman fan I know. Rest in peace, Pee Wee. But yeah, he was he was legend. But what was great about Pee Wee Herman is like he was kind of cool. He just dressed like a nerd, right? Like he just, but he thought he was cool. He was funny. And it was, he it was, thought he was it, a ladies' man. He was dissing Dottie. Remember? She's like, come on, Pee Wee. Let's just go out on a date. He's like, what? He didn't have time for that. He was in his zone. How did but P- I guess- yeah, by the way, how did Pee Wee Herman not have time for Dottie? <laughs> he was uh, doing magic tricks. 
I don't know. All right, let's uh, let's take one more phone call now. We'll take the rest when we come back. James in Wisconsin. What's up, James? Yo, James. Hang on here. We got a full board. Hang on, hang on. You know, there we go. Oh, there we go. There's what, James. What up, James? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking the call real quick. I, I, I kind of stole, got stole on the peewee, but I got a couple more for you. I got uh, This guy's kind of a whack job and got in a lot of trouble, but I got Jared from Subway, and then the sports guy, I got Kirk Cousins. You know, Kirk Cousins is a great, Kirk Cousins is a great nerd. Yo, Jared from Subway disqualified because he's a creep and in (laughs) prison. But when he was the spokesman before you realize what a piece of garbage he was, he was a nerd. Yeah, he was a nerd. Cousins is a good one. You see what a nerd he is in quarterback on Netflix. Like a lovable nerd. Would you say Eli Manning is a big time sports nerd? Uh, at least I thought. No, what about no, Eli's in the uh, category of goober. Goon. What about Dobbs? Uh, goober, goober, goober. Dobbs a huge nerd? Dobbs is an yeah. uh, he's the he's, astronaut. Yeah, he's a yeah Dobbs and uh, nerd. It's a scientific nerd. You right? guys haven't hit on one very unexpected. Parents nerd. look like aliens. Who's the yeah, unexpected? They're nerd? in they're in specific yeah. categories of like they're athletic nerds. This which, guy, this guy, his love of Dungeons and Dragons, which I also love, is very extreme. Extremely well documented. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel's like a Vin closet Diesel nerd, huh? Loves Dungeons and Dragons and, and family. Yeah. So, your thoughts at Kavino and Rich eight seven seven nine nine on Fox filling in for Dan Patrick here on Fox Sports Radio. Now, a huge thanks to our friends at Panini America, the official trading card and NFT partner of the DP Show. Dive into the action with the hottest NFL and NBA trading cards as the season heats up, whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends. Panini's got it all, but that's not all. Panini America is breaking new ground with exclusive NIL deals featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, Profets on the ones and twos. <laughs> Danny G, super producing at 877-99 on Fox. <laughs> Spot is on the videos at Covino and Rich. We're CNR on FSR in for Dan Patrick. Again, live from the Mercedes-Benz Studios, talking nerds on a throwback Thursday. We're still going to talk some sports here. <laughs> I, I'd hope so. <laughs> we still got to talk about the Chiefs. And even though they're struggling, is Patrick Mahomes still the best player in the NFL? That's, that's We've got a lots to get great to. Great question. So, you know, I want to get to that quick, so let's go rapid fire. But I was going to say, in tribute to Joe Manganiello's birthday, he's the – ultimate nerd he's sort of a crossover nerd because he's like a sports nerd and an actual nerd but who's the ultimate nerd i think what we've discovered here rich is really interesting steve urkel is the jordan the ali the gretzky the all-time goat of nerds family matters ran from 89 to 98 jim parsons made a valiant attempt but no one's out nerded steve urkel peewee herman's there um carlton's there I mean, they did Screech dirty. The dude wore a clown outfit and a beanie, so I mean, he's on that list Screech too. Screech is there as well. But you know what? I I was looking at uh, what was going on today. I'm like, oh, who celebrates a birthday? And I saw Manganello, and I'm thinking, poor guy, grew up with a bunch of combination Christmas birthday gifts, like Danny G, who celebrated a birthday yesterday. <laughs> hey, it's your birthday and Christmas. But Urkel was the Combo. ultimate nerd. I mean, the ultimate. Carlton, again, he was more of a cornball you know, I think if you're handsome and you're good at sports, it sort of cancels out your nerdy qualities a little bit, which makes Urkel on that upper echelon. Because have you seen the story of Pacers, Miles Turner? Danny G, you probably have seen this, like in his obsession with Star Wars and Lego. Oh, and yeah, like that. yeah. Remember he walked into Star Wars night recently yeah. uh, d- dressed as Han Solo, 
and he had a very attractive prince, Princess Leia with him. Yeah, so when you're rolling with attractive Princess Leias and you're in the NBA, even though you really are a nerd and you're spending your spare time with Legos, they sort of can- cancels it out a yeah, little bit. Like, like you said before the break, if you're an attractive woman... And you're like, I'm a nerd. It's like, no, if you're freaking hot, you're not a nerd. I don't care what you like. Oh, you like, oh, you like, you know, nerdy. Oh, you like Harry Potter. Big no, deal, you're a hawker that likes nerdy stuff. You're not a right. nerd. Right. That, by the way, one of my pet, biggest pet peeves, when a good looking girl's like, oh my God, I'm such a nerd. I'm like, stop it. Stop it. Steve Urkel's a nerd. You're not a nerd. Uh, rapid fire through the phones. We'll start with uh, Joey in Tampa. You're on with Kavino and Rich in for DP. We're going to talk some Chiefs in a second, but uh, let's go through the phone calls. Hey, Joey. Hey, you guys took my right when I was about to say it. I was going to say Screech, but I was going to say Minkus from Boy Beach World 2. Yeah, I think that was the equation, Minkus. You know how, like, nowadays, I feel like every sitcom or show on Netflix or Hulu needs, like, the funny, sassy gay dude? Back in the day, I think it was the nerd. Shows today don't have a nerd for the most part because the. Nerds sort of mainstream. Well, props to Jaleel White, because what we're learning here is that no one did it better than him. He's the king. Uh, Jake and Iowa. What's up, Jake? Hey, yeah. What about Back to the Future with George McFly? It's a great one. <laughs> get, your, get your damn hands off her. <laughs> you know, does that... Does it, I mean, George McFly is part of a legendary trilogy, not oh. just one movie, right? Man. So. Does that's got to compete with Family Matters, George? Dude, that's a great answer. George man. McFly might be one of the best answers. How did I not think of that? And his name's McFly. McFly, God, it's such a great <laughs> oh, one. With man. The, and by the way, the counter—he had the counter of one of the best bullies ever, Biff. So like, it even yeah. made his nerd. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Brian in Arkansas, Kevin on Rich. What's up, buddy? This, and I think he was the original nerd. How about Jerry Lewis? Jerry, Jerry it, was Lewis. Jerry Lewis a nerd yeah. or just a peculiar uh, fella? Sort of like odd. He played, well, he played the nutty professor. Uh-huh. It's kind of nerdy. Very, I mean, uh, very nerdy. Before yeah, our time a little bit. Uh, bottle glasses. Like, he, you know, had the buck teeth in for, his, a lot of his characters. I wanted to add an underrated TV nerd. Uh, one of the reasons I love my wife, one of the many reasons, you know that, what's the one TV show that, you go to sleep with it on in the background. For us, it's King of Queens. Oh, oh that's a good one. When she told me that, I'm like, that's the one I have on in the background, too. Spence, Patton Oswalt. It's a really, good one. really good nerd. Hey, he's, if, Patton Oswalt's a good nerd for sure. And he also played a sports nerd in the movie he, Big Fan. Yeah, that's right. Can I get a, fan. a real life nerd mention? Yeah. Zuckerberg. <laughs> He's the biggest nerd of them all. I mean, so is Bezos. They're all nerds, Bezos, but you know what? Billions Musk, of dollars. Elon Musk. Dude, billions of dollars. Look at a picture. Doesn't doesn't take the way of the fact that you're you know, a nerd. No, no offense to the balding guys out there, but look at the photos of a balding Jeff Bezos when Amazon was on its come up and he's in his off small little office. He's got the like George Costanza haircut. He's like, I'm Jeff Bezos. Now the dude's on yachts. Now and he's a super villain. And he's yeah, he, he, he looks like a villain yeah, in an Austin Powers when you're movie. Really powerful and, and you've made your billions. It cancels out the nerdiness a little bit. I, I don't know. know. Elon Musk sometimes will pose with like flintlock pistols and he's got that god awful bomber jacket with the fur around it it's just oh my god it's yeah, awful it's yeah, but awful he's m- trying money, so hard money he's got, could, he had like a plastic pistol from like a cyberpunk game money money could try to disguise the nerd but sometimes you can't shed it you can't uh william in virginia we'll take two more william and wade i think we just talked no mike too. all right we'll go to william what's up william 
Hey guys, um, I was. It's, I think it's from the early '90s, but it was with uh, Kid and Play, and I think I think it was Class Act. Oh, was Class the name Act, of the I love movie. it. And Kid plays the nerd guy, and then they switch personalities or they switch names and try to go with that. And then Duncan uh, Pendergrass. Yes, for, for that's a, right. Yeah, yeah. For a female, that movie, uh, she's all that, where she's the huge nerd, and then they try to give her the makeover. I think and that's all that. that, that's yeah. the funniest example ever because Rachel Lee Cook was smoking hot. They took off her glasses and let her hair down. Come on, uh, thank you, Will. Mike in Michigan, Pinder Hughes. All right, let's go to Wade. We'll go to Wade in Indiana. Wade, what's up, buddy? What's up, Wade? Hey, I got a a, a deep cut, pre Urkel, head of the class. Arvid Ingen. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I remember that guy. Yeah. Absolutely remember that. That's a good one. Show. The thing is, it's a great honorable mention, but he does not rival Urkel. Like, that's what we really established here is, man, that dude was the, the goat of nerds. And, Rich, I'm also thinking, like, you're, again, because when you think of nerds, you think of, like, the 80s. Your 80s baseball cards, any nerdy ones come to mind? I'm like, Yo, even though he's a badass in the big leagues, like Kent Tacolvi always looked like a big nerd. Oh, I was thought, growing up, I always thought, I, I mean, I know he was a great player, but I always thought there was no one nerdier. My dad would always make the reference to, hey, look at that guy, he looks like Kurt Rambis. <laughs> yeah, there like, you go. Like, he as like a, a big nerd. Like he, was a, he was a scrappy uh, guy, if, yeah, but if, he looked like a nerd. Dude, if my dad and I were playing some basketball at the park or something and some nerdy guy was shooting hoops, my dad would be like, who is that guy? Who is was he, Kurt Rambis? Kurt Rambis is a great sports nerd. Sports nerds, but if we, if we we'll we'll wrap up Mike in Michigan, and then I think we could put together our four. What's up, Mike? Hey, got one last one here, fellas. Uh, and he's old school, so your throwback thing works. What about uh Barney Fife, the Mandy Griffith show? Oh, that's a good one. But yeah. he was so smooth as Mister Mr. Mr. Furley, Furley that it almost cancels out. He was he was a nerd though. All right, so if we had to pick four, you'd go Urkel, Screech, Carlton, Carlton. I feel like there was one other that someone named. Oh, and uh, Skolnick from Revenge of the yes, No, I, I know. I think we have like, to go McFly. You got to go top five then. Mc, uh, McFly? Nah. George McFly, dude? McFly was. Yeah. I mean, he's, that's one of, that movie's timeless. And he, like, grew out of it. Once he punched Biff, his life changed. So I think Urkel, Screech, <laughs> Carlton. Still a nerd. Still a nerd. Ur- Urkel, Screech, Carlton, McFly, change our mind at Covino and Rich. Now, I, I do want to talk some Kansas City Chiefs because. I don't know. It's almost like uh, it's almost a situation of I'm not going to not believe in them until they lose. Like it's you know every year, Kavino, you and I joke about how playoffs come around, and we could talk all year, all year. Yet come crunch time, sometimes the same few superstars rise to the occasion, and I would not be shocked. I don't care if they're nine and six and stumble into the playoffs at ten and seven or eleven and six or it doesn't matter. They're still the Chiefs. Yeah. They're still the Chiefs. So it's a two part question. And he's still Mahomes, but he's a frustrated Mahomes. It's we have two- not seen this level of frustration. Oh, you're right about that. We have never seen a six loss Mahomes. You know, we've never seen also a on the road in the playoffs Mahomes. He's never played a road playoff game. You've never seen yeah. uh, a Mahomes who doesn't seem to trust his team the way he. By the way, if you are new to Covino and Rich, Mahomes will be on our show next Tuesday afternoon. That's right. It's going to be can't miss radio. We always do. uh, Frustrated Mahomes is the best Mahomes. (laughs) Some NFL trivia on Tuesday for some prizes. So join us. So here's your two part question. and We'll take your feedback. And it's part A of the question. 
Part one, part A, either one. <laughs> have you have you uh, decided that Mahomes, regardless of the struggles, if not Mahomes, who would you say is the best player in the NFL right now? That's I mean, part an easy answer. I really do. All right, save it. Part one of the question yep. is, if not Mahomes, because I still feel, I don't care about the receivers and the struggles and everything going on. If you were to ask me right now, who's the best player in the National I'll Football save your League? answer, too. I have my answer, and we're also going to talk some Chiefs, and I want to know where everyone feels like this ends up for them. Do you trust Andy Reid, Mahomes, and Kelsey and the core of that team enough that come playoff time, maybe experience, maybe stepping it up when it matters? Like, What is the fate of the 2023 Kansas City Chiefs? That and your feedback next right here. Kavino and Rich in for Dan Patrick live from the Mercedes-Benz Studio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From Wilkes Bar. Is it Wilkes Bar? Wilkes Berry? Wilkes Barry? Pennsylvania. Oh, no, it's, it's Wilkes Bar. <laughs> it's Breaking Benjamin on our Butt Rock playlist, which, by the love way, I play this stuff Benjamin. every night. So do I. I love them a lot. Underrated band from Pennsylvania. I play them on Turbo 41 on Sirius XM. Join me tonight. Speaking of nerds, Jersey. speaking of nerds, you know where I first really got into, heard Breaking Benjamin? They had missed my radar, but I was playing Halo 2 as a kid. And Breaking Benjamin has a song in there. You know what? Most people find their new rock or new music through video games nowadays. Yeah, so. it's, a, it's, a, it's like TikTok and video yeah. games, a big source of new music. Hey, you know, uh, speaking of nerds, to wrap it up, you said Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, the home of uh, The Office, where we mentioned Dwight, one of the big nerds out there. The Office took place. Barry? Yeah. Bar? Barry? Wilkes-Barre. We're live from the Mercedes-Benz Studios. The vehicles are all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at MBUSA.com slash EQS. And the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, and all-time greats. The only place to collect them all is Panini Trading Cards, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. For instant classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more, start and continue your collection now at PaniniAmerica.net. Again, Cavino and yeah. Rich with Danny G in spot. It's the show filling in for Dan Patrick. Day two of the Dan Patrick hat trick, which means we'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, no, nothing makes me happier than I'm, I'm still looking up stuff. The, the whole interaction with Debo Samuel and Cam Newton. If you missed that earlier in the show, Danny will post the podcast. So a lot of fun. A lot of fun back and forth between Cam and Debo. We talked some Russell Wilson, Sean Payton. Was it was it done before it even started? Like, like, like we said, you go into a new workplace – People want their own people. Did did Sean Payton ever really want Russell Wilson? There's so many layers there. We talked about a bunch of it. You missed that on the podcast. But before we wrap the show with some Kansas City Chiefs, Kavino, I saw a meme that I can't get out of my head. Did you see this one as well? That Jason Kelsey looks like the snowman from the Rudolph Claymation? <laughs> no. But now I can't get I it out of my our, head. Look our, uh... at it. Our buddy Spot looks like Yukon Cornelius. Do. He do, you do, Spot. But, Spot, look at the side-by-side -side of Jason Kelsey. Because he got Leah's little eyes. Look at Jason Kelsey Ugh. next to the snowman from Rudolph. And it's fantastic. Hey, maybe we do doppelgangers tomorrow. We're going to have three hours to fill for Dan yeah. Patrick. But right now, you know, we established on a throwback Thursday that Urkel is he the does. GOAT, the answer when it comes to nerds. Yeah. And in sports... Especially in the NBA. You hear more in the NBA, I think, than anywhere else about who's the best player on the court right now. And it's always like, well, LeBron or then Giannis. It was quite Leonard for a minute. It always like teeters on who's the best guy at the moment. And in football for the past few years, it's been Mahomes. Like, he's the face of the NFL. He's the guy. He's the best player on the field. And, you know, not to take anything away from him, but he struggled. In fact, everybody struggled this year. Shout out to who our. Is? Uh, I'm sorry. Shout. I was gonna say shout out to our listener Ed who tweeted in the question as well. He was like, "You guys should talk about who's the best now, if not Mahomes." Yeah. So the question based on that is: Is Mahomes still the best player on the field? 
it's not necessarily an MVP conversation. It's like, is he still the best guy out there, or has someone stepped into this this moment and, and now they're the best? And I think the answer is clear. I'm not saying Mahomes is done by any means, but I think it's safe to say that Lamar Jackson is by far the best player on the field right now. <sighs> you know, it's uh, you brought up other sports, the NBA. It's a, it always seems like it's like, ooh, is it is it Jokic? Is it oh? There was a minute you're right where it was like Kawhi. Then it was like, well, Kevin Durant's the best. Well, then it was, then it was LeBron. Right. And it's it's always a, a debate. In baseball, it was Mike Trout for many years. Then it became Shohei, right? He's the best guy out there. In football, it's been Mahomes for, for a decent amount of time now, but I think that it's up for the grabs. I don't think it is. I'll tell you that. It's still Mahomes. You could say Lamar Jackson, and listen. The oh, Mike I thought you were going to say maybe McCaffrey. My McCaffrey is... Because when you think of quarterbacks, they've all slumped. You really can't yeah. say the same for McCaffrey. There's something to be said about it. I don't want to fall into the trap of like MVP needs to be quarterback. And I know we're not talking MVP, but McCaffrey's great. He just brings so much to a team. But I think McCaffrey and Tyreek Hill both need to be in the conversation. Yeah, like if you're going to be like, if you're talking about like guys that just bring it, Tyreek Hill, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, these, these are some of the faces of the NFL. But no matter. Uh, Lamar Jackson, he whooped my team. I'm a Niners fan, so of course I, I saw what he's capable of. Well, that's how I look at it, Rich, the face of the NFL, essentially. I, I, I think no matter what, listen, Aaron Rodgers won a Super Bowl with a 10-win Packers team. Joe Montana won a Super Bowl with a 10-win Niners team. It, you don't need to win. You don't need to go in the current 17-game schedule. You don't need to go 13-4 and four or 14-3 and three to be the guy. Mahomes could sneak in the playoffs at ten and uh, ten and seven, eleven and six, and win the Super Bowl. I will never count out Patrick Mahomes. Now, yes, there'll be obstacles. First time he's ever going to have to play road playoff games. The first time he has no real wide receiver one that he trusts, other than Travis Kelsey at the tight end position. Who looks so, like he's lumbering a little bit? Yeah, as we were discussing earlier. I, I just th there's something to be said about. Yes, it's not the same. Yeah, he sheds tacklers. But it just looks like he's been running with heavy legs. I, I think that it's almost like, uh, well, as Ric Flair once said, to be the man, you got to beat the man. So would it Woo! change your mind if Lamar hoisted if up the Lombardi? You know, if Lamar hoisted up the Lombardi, it would. I would say, you know, in this moment, maybe Lamar is the number one guy. But okay, I, in, in the in the Cam Newton thought process of the game. Dude, Mahomes has been when it comes too, to athleticism and – and just what their physical capabilities are. Mahomes is still number one to me. Really, I still yeah. I'm thinking maybe I thought Mahomes always played with that magic. Like he he had that flair, obviously. Yeah. But he played with the magic where luck was always on his side. When it comes to skill and athleticism and and what you're seeing on the field, I think Lamar Jackson has the edge there. Well, th you know what we're gonna be we're gonna see a lot come this postseason, right? Because Lamar's always been. Uh, characteristically bounced early from the playoffs doesn't mm -hmm. really hasn't stepped it up in those big games since 2018 right or has been hurt or has been you know banged up so to me the answer is Patrick Mahomes undoubtedly still the best, Until, still the best on the field it, yeah it's it's like can't I mean it's not you can't debate it I'm with you on you can't to, count yeah, yeah, out. It's, it's hard it tells us as like I said Rick Flair to be the man you got to beat the man and three of the last four Super Bowls included the Kansas City Chiefs, a win over my Niners where him and Tyree Kill had magic in the fourth quarter, which broke my heart. He lost to Tom Brady when they were the favorite team. Tom Brady just had some magic that day with Gronk. So 
two two Super Bowls. Then that year where the Bengals got the better of him in a game that it looked like the Chiefs should have won. The Rams win the Super Bowl. And then last year, they beat the Eagles. So three of the last four Super Bowls featured Mahomes. He won two of them. So when Lamar Jackson has, hasn't even got past the divisional round, you can't tell me anyone's the face of the NFL or number one other than Patrick Mahomes. If you were starting a team today and I said, you could have one guy on your team, who's not taking Patrick Mahomes? That's your answer. If I said one guy, Lamar Jackson was a free agent. No one bit. No, you know, you know what's money. changed Covino a little bit though is, and I respect him even though he's a rival. He, I never, I looked at him as very competitive. Now I look at him as kind of pouty. Well, that's what oh, happened well, when, when when winners lose yeah, a little yeah. bit. Sometimes We've they seen get the pouty. High baby antics and social media runs with that. So your thoughts would love your feedback at Covino and Rich. If not Mahomes. Who is the, quote, face of the NFL? Who's the number one guy? Is it Lamar Jackson? Has he done enough? I mean, again, I, I think that if you were to ask anyone, start a franchise today, you get first pick. I think everyone would say, anyone? Any, I could pick anyone? Yeah, Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. I will start my team with Mahomes. Is, are you starting your team with anyone else? I don't think so. Well, let me throw one more name out there, by the way, not, not in that conversation, the nerd one. Sean hit us up, and he goes, how did you guys leave out Chris Sabo's goggles as a kid? I was thinking about that, but he made goggles cool for okay. a lot of nerdy <laughs> little kids. Like me. I wore the goggles. Yeah, and every All little right. kid with glasses in Little League was Sabo in the 80s. All right. Well, hey, we'll see you guys tomorrow. In again for DP. Thanks for hanging. Covino and Rich, we'll see you then. Arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. Have a good one. Goodbye, guys. Bye. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.